is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to another episode of Cancel Schweezy, uh, the show where none of us waste our time becoming casualties of society. Welcome to the show. If you didn't know, I am the Foreplay King, um, but you may know me by my new Schwoke name, Schweezy. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, uh, I'm here to tell you, and I'm the only one brave enough here to tell you, uh, that Josh is still a stupid name, and uh, I'll stick by that, because uh, if you're named Josh, uh, you probably don't know who Travis Barker is, and like all the other Zoomers, uh, you either thought, oh, I wonder who this guy is, or B, um, that's Machine Gun Kelly's drummer, and so that's what people named Josh are like, so uh, congratulations, y'all played yourself, and uh, that's the, that's the way we're doing this shit now. This is how this is how we've created society at this point. And I don't think at this point we can go back. You know, I don't think we can go back as a society. You know, we live in a society. That's something important that we all need to realize. We live in a society. So uh, you got to remember that. So that's something I want you to know. Um, so like always, I have music. I'm music before I yell obscenities into this microphone uh go check that out i'm on spotify apple deezer youtube amazon uh wherever or wherever else you get your music from under the name of Sweezy. yep that's that's still me this is me home here now what's going on uh go check that out go listen to my music i have two eps out right now a lot of fun Get a decent amount of music listening for you go check that out as well you can also follow me on all social medias out there uh at the Sweezy. If you don't know how to spell it, it's the name of the show. You know what's going on. Uh, so, yeah, go follow me everywhere there. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I don't have a Pornhub account. I don't. I need to get one. Um, but no, uh, like that. But, uh, yeah, podcast related. Like and subscribe this video, this podcast, and subscribe wherever you're listening or watching. We are on YouTube. For those of you who don't know, I do know we have a bigger audio audience. So if you want to see me. Uh, get upset and probably a little bit fatter every day. You can come check that out. Um, everywhere, like, subscribe everywhere. But you can also, including socials, what I want to say, I do stream on Twitch every Thursday for sure, uh, and occasionally on Mondays, uh, times depending. You can always just find me on Instagram posting about it. And what I do, I play video games, I chat with you. It's a lot of fun. Uh, if you do have an Amazon Prime account, however, you can connect it to your Twitch account. And instead of just pressing the follow button on Twitch, you can press subscribe. And typically, subscribe is about $5, $5 a month. However, if you already have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect the two, you get one free subscribe a month. And if you don't use it, you're giving Jeff Bezos an extra $5. So what are you waiting for, folks? Don't give Jeff Bezos any more money. You know what I'm saying. Woo! And if you would like to support the show even further, we do have a Patreon. $5 a month gets you ad-free episodes of this show, my other shows, uh, and sh future shows in the making. So uh, you need to check that out as well in the meantime. Um, that's all I have to say for now, but at least you could do just like and subscribe and follow me on every single platform, all under the Shweezy, except for uh, TikTok. It's at the Foreplay King. I don't know why I have it different there, but I could change it. I don't know. I probably should change it. Probably be better. I like I like people knowing me as the foreplay king. Um, so yeah, that's all you can do. Be, be supportive of the show. Don't don't be a dick. That's what we can say. A couple minutes into the show already, and I'm telling you, don't be a dick. So if I'm telling you not to be a dick, 
you're definitely being a dick. So you need to stop that shit. So uh, miss me with that shit. OK, OK. I have wanted to make like the a Drake meme, the Drake meme. Uh, there was the I'm going to do this right. Oh, no, I'm not doing art. And then. OK, so the video viewers got to do it. I wanted to make that Drake format me. And instead of just taking the photo, I thought, why don't I just do it right now on the podcast, especially for those of you uh, who are only listening to the audio, <laughs> because uh, that is the type of guy you're getting with me. And uh, nevertheless, he persisted. Let's get going on with the show. I got uh, for those of you new to the show. Uh, I go through all the news and I filter it out for you. And uh, I look for the titles I think are newsworthy for this week. And then I read them out loud because I have not read any of these. I just read the titles and that's how. And so we're progressing as a society where instead of just reading the title and believing it, we're actually reading the full article. So nevertheless, he persisted. Let's get going. Um, Woman in motorized wheelchair robs downtown Jacksonville bank. All right. So this is from News 4 Jack, I believe out of Jacksonville. Uh, A bank located blocks away from the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office headquarters was robbed Monday by a woman in a motorized wheelchair, authorities say. The bank robbery was reported about noon at the Regions Bank branch on Bay Street near Laura Street. People... Police said the woman showed up to discuss an account, but she got into an argument with a teller that escalated when she threatened to kill everyone in the bank and announced she was robbing the place, according to the sheriff's office. Uh, The woman left the bank after she was given some cash and she was taken into custody nearby a short time later, police said. No weapon was seen during the robbery, according to police, and no one inside the bank was hurt. So, um, typical Florida, Florida doing their typical thing, like always, just being fucking weird and just in a motorized wheelchair um i did see a clip i don't think this is related i did see a clip of a guy he was in a wheel i guess he was in a wheelchair a motorized wheelchair and he had no arms and he was like robbing a guy with a gun and like on his foot um i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to find that video but uh y'all should try to look it up because it's funny it's but just look up guy with no arms robs bank robs got someone i think it was like a not a thrift shop, a uh, pawn shop. So uh, pretty interesting stuff there. And that's the kind of content I get to see every day. I know all y'all with your HBO Max, I got crackheads and meth heads. That's my entertainment. Um, That's a good question. She's in a motorized wheelchair and uh, she threatened to rob the bank. You know what? You could, you, how far away do you think you're going to get? Um, like those, those things don't go very fast. So, like, I mean, they go decently fast. I guess when you're sitting on it, it goes decently fast. But, I mean, it's not that fast. She's getting away. <laughs> like, they're, the police have cars. Like, what do you think they do? And then also, like, it's, uh, was it Regions Bank? They have, like, a, they probably have a system in place for if someone's trying to rob you. So, they, they probably have an idea what they're doing. And so, uh, you, you definitely played yourself. It sounds like this woman's just, uh, a little TikToked, folks, a little talked and, um, doesn't know what she's doing. Maybe she, she's so dumb that she doesn't know how to walk. Maybe she's that dumb. Could you be, could you get to the point of being that dumb where like you can't even walk? Like, I'm, I can't figure this shit out, man. I, you know, you put one foot, and then there's that song from that uh, Santa Claus coming down. You put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking out the door. 
Tyler, I sing so horribly when I come on this show. And it's like, should I like, should I do some like pitch correction? I'm like, well, that sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> so, uh, no, I won't be that. So I just sound like shit because I have not warmed up. I just, which I probably should do if I'm going to be talking for like two hours straight, but no, I don't. Um, but anyways, uh, Florida is a great place. Well, how, how did Florida get to where it is? You know, how, how, how did Florida become what it is? They have a huge Latino and Latina or Latinx, let's be woke here, Latinx community. And, um, they, they got to the point and they voted for Trump. Like, do y'all, do y'all want to stay in America? It's like Flint, Michigan, like that county voted for Trump. Like, y'all want clean drinking water? Because this is not how you get clean drinking water uh, from someone who doesn't care about you. So, but no, uh, we just found out we dropped bombs on Syria today instead of a COVID relief package uh, to get the economy back up and running. So uh, America is in a weird spot right now, and uh, it's all downhill for here from America. So let's just go with that. And uh, I think Florida is infecting the entire world at this point. And uh, maybe we should stop Florida before uh, things get worse. So uh, that's all I have to say on a gimp robbing a bank and thinking she could get away with it. So, uh, yeah. So, And I feel sorry for those bank people because they had to deal with that shit. So let's get on to the next one. Um, this one, a little article from WBAL-TV. Um, Nutritionists say pizza is better for breakfast than most cereals. Thank you for me and Micah for discovering that even though I'm more into the pizza and he's more into the sweets. Um, so Micah, good news. We can eat pizza for breakfast and it's the healthy option. Um, what's better to eat for breakfast, pizza or cereal? Turns out it's actually pizza. The nutritionist said it's due to the large amount of sugar found in many cereals. Pizza may have more fat, but it has less sugar. Thus, Chelsea Amer, MS, RDN, CDN tells the Daily Meal you'll have a better chance of avoiding a sugar crash later on. You may be surprised to find out that an average slice of pizza and a bowl of cereal and with whole milk contains nearly the same amount of calories. Amer, who is based in New York, adds that pizza also has more protein. Because of that, your appetite would be more satisfied and you would be more likely... Why did I just fucking stutter? You would be more likely to avoid sedacity. Um, I mean, it makes sense. Like, you look at, like, cereal, even though, like, the healthy ones, you're like, oh, like, Raisin Bran and, uh, Honey Bunches of Oats. Like, you're like, you know, those were healthy options. I'm like, no, they're just literally just as bad. If you need cereal, just fucking get the Reese's Puffs or whatever. Um, that's what you need to do. I have a message. Oh, so friends. I sent her a link. It's this. So y'all know TJ, Ghost Town Remedy. They have a record. I should probably promote that. Dry Spell. Go go check it on Spotify. I think they're almost at 100K or something like that. Um, anyways, I, I saw a video of, like, this guy giving women like they're making orgasm sounds and he's using like a magic wand to do it. It's just a lot of dopes just doing stupid shit. Um, it was on YouTube, so it's PG, but like there was a guy in the audience that looked like TJ. I'll, I'll put up a photo right here. And, uh, basically it was, it was pretty funny, but they don't see it apparently. So, um, that's something like that. But no, I feel like, no, the pizza actually makes a lot of sense. Well, cereal is just like all sugar. Like, I don't know why my parents, a lot of breakfast food is not healthy for you. 
uh, breakfast food is the best. I will admit to that. But a lot of it is not good for you. Like, um, cause I'm, I'm more in the mind of like protein and fats are good, but carbs are bad for you, but they're still like healthy carbs. Like fruits are mostly carbs, but fruits can generally still be good for you to consume. Um, and like some vegetables are good. Like the good vegetables are obviously have carbs. Um, so I'm, I mean, I obviously get on that idea. I'm not saying you should go full keto or full uh, carnivore diet, but that's, it's something like that. No, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, pizza does have a lot of carbs in it, obviously, but the amount of carbs, since it's not sugar related carbs, it's more just like bread carbs. Um, it makes sense. So I'm not, I'm not hating. I, I think this is actually, it's one of those things I didn't think about, but it's obviously now I think about it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, just if you basically, basically, if you ever actually want to lose weight, you've got to learn about nutrition. You got to learn like what helps you. And that nice thing, that's why I like keto a lot. Problem is I've not been doing keto for a while and I'm gained a little bit back and still fit into a medium. I, I, I went from medium to a large out of, through college and then here, you know, then I went back down to a medium. And so I'm trying to stay at a medium. So, and I'm, I'm going to try, I'm getting back to working out. It's, it's kind of like, I do like the ring fit adventure thing. And so it's like, you got to actually do it. That's the problem. Like when you go to the gym, you're like, you force yourself to just show up somewhere and you're like, all right, I guess I probably should do something. Now I'm here. Uh, but no, it's fun. It's a fun game. Everybody plays games. Um, yeah, no. So, uh, yeah. So eat pizza for breakfast, Micah. Um, don't eat your, your cakes. Don't eat cake all the time or your cookies or whatever. I know you love that, that shit. Anyways, nevertheless, he persists. So let's get going. All right. This one, I believe, is from Australia because that's what it sounds like. So, um, uh, which, which is a, this is a great reminder of that all cops are bastards, uh, no matter where they're from. So let's get going here. Queensland police lay siege to house for seven hours only to realize no one was home. Uh, this is from Seven News. Um, which Seven News? I don't know. So uh, let's go going. Uh, Queensland police have laid siege to a house for seven hours, but after finally storming the property, they realized it had been empty the whole time. <laughs> Around 11 a.m. Thursday, police were called to a residence in Garbutt Townsville. You mean the one from the Powerpuff Girls? After it was reported, a 30-year-old man had threatened his neighbor with a gun. The neighborhood was sent into lockdown with police blocking off Douglas, Clark, Chandler, Dearness, and Ramsey Street. Sounds like an off-brand version of Friends, but Chandler's still there. Uh, they issued an emergency declaration warning locals to avoid the area. However, after seven hours, it became clear that the man hadn't been holed up in the property. <laughs> just like, <laughs> cops are just so fucking stupid. And I don't know, I don't know, I mean, this is obviously a case where they should send the police, but how do you, like, figure out, like, he's not home? Like, all the lights are off, like... I feel like if someone is home, you can kind of like get a feel uh, if they are home or not. Uh, not the way I do it. I need to fix my hair. I need to get a haircut because once I, it's not, I don't get too worried about the sides anymore. I just like, I'm not fucking bitches like crazy. But uh, it's like when the top starts getting a lot heavier, it's like, ah, I need a haircut. Um, but no, um, how do you, seven hours? How do you not realize no one's not home for seven hours? I guess he's not home. Like, this guy's not, like, sitting in silence for seven hours. There's no way. Okay, he could be a psychopath. But uh, seven hours and you're just hearing nothing. That that sounds fucking stupid. 
are these people fucking stupid? Because I think they're fucking stupid. Makes sense to me. Um, I guess, you know, it's just a good lesson to learn that uh, police are R-worded everywhere. And remember, Republican is the new R-word. So, uh, man, that was the first part of the episode. Congrats to myself. I held it in um, for around like 15 minutes. I don't know. Could we have to edit it a little bit? Around 15 minutes-ish. 15, a little plus site plus you know um but you know these police were fucking stupid they they shut down a lot and like they didn't even realize that uh this guy was not home um congratulations uh queensville police department you are stupid and uh now everyone knows that so congratulations uh you played yourself and uh continue to play yourself every day for the rest of your lives all right Looks like we got to our final article news of the week. Uh, all this has been important information from AP News. Um, there's two AP News. There's Associated Press, which I have friends who've been, like, written about on there. And then there's uh, Associated Press, where um, I feel like friends I don't know have been written about on there. So um, there are two different AP Presses. I'm assuming this is Associated Press. I didn't look that hard into it. So uh, don't shoot the messenger I, j- I just don't shoot the messenger, which in my case means don't get mad at me after I talk shit. So uh, Mr. Potato Head brand goes gender neutral. Sort of <laughs> from uh, AP News, which I assume is Associated Press. because I don't think Alternative Press is writing about Mr. Potato Head. So Hasbro created confusion on Thursday when it removed the gender from its Mr. Potato Head brand, but not from the actual toy. The company, which has been making the potato-shaped plastic toy for nearly 70 years, announced Thursday morning that it was dropping Mr. from the brand in an effort to make sure all feel welcome in the Potato Head world. It also said it would sell a new playset this fall that will let kids create their own type of potato families, including two moms or two dads. The announcement set off a social media frenzy over the beloved toy. Later that that afternoon, Hasbro clarified in a tweet that the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head characters will still exist, names and all, but the branding on the box will say Potato Head. Well, it was announced today that the Potato Head brand name and logo are dropping the Mr. I Yam. It Okay, I'm reading the article. This is not a typo. It's Associated Press. It's not a typo. I Yam proud to confirm that Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere and will remain Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, the company tweeted. I am, Y-A-M, I am proud to confirm. Okay. Now, like, I was like, okay, you know what? I like the idea, you know, you still have Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, but then, you know, like, what if you're not a Mr. or a Mrs.? You can still have a Potato Head to play with. That's, that's what matters. And then you ruined your even slight sentiment with saying, I am proud to confirm so fuck you hasbro i'm done with your shit uh, many toy makers have been updating their classic brands in recent years hoping to relate to kids today and reflect more modern families it's a potato said ali um Juski. oh that's not real last stop having that last name editor-in-chief at toy review site the toy insider but kids like to see themselves in the toys they are playing with barbie for example has tried to shed its blonde image and now comes in multiple skin tones and body shapes the thomas the tank engine toy line added more girl characters and american girl is now selling a baby doll Oh, okay. Um, Dropping the Mr. From its brand name could encourage other companies to stop assigning gender to its toys, a trend that has already been happening in Mizuki 
Barbie maker Mattel released a gender-neutral doll line in 2019, but Mr. Potato Head is one of the biggest brands to do so. The GL, the GLAAD or GLAAD or an LGBTQ advocacy group applauded the more inclusive potato playset. Hasbro is helping kids to simply see toys as toys, which encourages them to be their authentic selves outside of the pressures of traditional gender norms, said Rich Ferrero, GLAD's chief communications officer, in a statement. Miss Potato Head first hit toy, the toy scene in 1952 when it didn't even come with a plastic potato. Kids had to supply their own vegetable to poke eyes, a nose, and mustache into Hasbro, which also makes Monopoly and My Little Pony bought the brand and eventually added a plastic spud um you know um i don't really i mean it's one of those things is like this is my agenda i'm like i don't fucking care i don't, just don't get mad i just, just i i kind of think there's like a thing though with like the pronoun thing so i would say we have to still say that a majority of society remember we live in a society believes um is more probably more binary so i don't think there's anything wrong with not being in the binary but nevertheless i'm thinking a majority of society is on that line even even trans people who are like who once had a dick then they cut it off but it's probably more different than that because it's science um they um probably still fall in line with uh being a man or a woman so um very, it's very, I would say it's a very niche market to be in the non-binary uh, sector, which is nothing wrong with that. Not, not like there's anything wrong with that. But um, when you're that way, I feel like shouldn't, if you're going to go with a different pro, we should assume people are him or her unless stated otherwise. And so if you're one of those people, um, you should state otherwise that you're non-binary. So uh <laughs> Figure that out, and uh, shouldn't have to all have to say our pronouns because I'm gonna say something stupid, uh, like I identify as a fucking threat, and I identify as a problem because I'm gonna say that, and I know my personality. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stop saying that. So y'all, we have to we have to update our information. Uh, second of all, um, yeah, I don't really care about the potato head thing. Like it's still Mister Mister and Mrs. Also, they don't have genitals, so some of that doesn't matter either. They're all non-binary. They're all just potato heads to me, um, and that's that's the way that is. That's the way it is. And uh, but you know they they had a good thing going until they made that fucking yam pun. Um, that made me fucking. Uh, what was the line? Let me go back and back in time and. Himself in the toys and the body shapes. I am proud to confirm that. I am proud to confirm that. Jesus fucking Christ. Can you? It's not even funny. Like, I I love a good pun. That's not even funny. I am proud to confirm that uh, we, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere. We just have a potato head who uh, also doesn't have any genitals. Um... But you can make it no gender. So there we go. And I remember uh, 2019, back before the pandy, uh, I went to like the Nashville gay pride thing or whatever, uh, the pride festival or whatever. And uh, they had gender neutral, um, gender neutral porta potties, which I don't think that had to be specified that it was gender neutral. 
They were trying to be extra woke because um, the idea of a gender neutral bathroom is that there's multiple toilets in this room, um, but it doesn't matter what gender you are. You can go in there. So that's that's the point of those. But with single use bathrooms, uh, they don't need to be gender neutral. They're all they can all be gender neutral. OK, we don't we don't need to specify that. So um, but I also like going to the Pride Fest taking pictures of the porta potties and then posting miss me with that gay shit. So that's a fun thing. So nevertheless, he persisted. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Gamefly. Most of you are already aware of Gamefly, but for those of you who don't, it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee. As a Twitch streamer myself, I can tell you there are two types of games. There's the games that you go back to time and time again. For me, that's Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are also games that I go back to time and time again. But you also have those types of games that you play once and then you never pick up again. And that's where I believe Gamefly is perfect for you gamers out there. Uh, most video games coming around $60 and this uh, with new consoles coming out uh, at the current moment. They can be upwards at $70 even then, and then you don't even include DLC when in regards to that. This is where Gamefly comes in perfectly, because for that one low monthly fee, you can just rent games, play them, and then when you're done with them, you send them back. I wasn't a big fan of Luigi's Mansion back when I played it in October, so I was easily able to send it back and get myself a new game in the process, which was perfect for me. Uh, just start playing other games. Just be able to open your horizons on what games you want to play with Gamefly is my personal favorite thing. So uh, for the low monthly price, your first two months, if you use the link in our description, your first two months are only $10. So stop wasting so much money on video games. Stop spending $60 on a game you're only going to play once. Use the link in our description today and you can start playing game, more games, rent games, play as long as you want. And when you're done, just send it back. They will send you a new game to play. It's that simple. So use our link in the description today for your first two months of $10 with Gamefly. And just a reminder, when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality to provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out. Uh, with your purchase of any product with FNX Fitness, one thing I love is that they donate a gallon of water with every purchase you make to a child in need in a country that doesn't necessarily have clean drinking water, which is perfect. You get to feel good when you buy a product from FNX Fitness. Uh, you can start using their supplements. Work smarter, not harder with their supplements. That way you can get the most out of your workout, and so you no longer have to be fat. Hashtag. So using the promo code SHWEGCAST or the link in our description today, you can save 15% off your purchase with FNX Fitness. Again, that is 15% off of your purchase when you support FNX Fitness and get a product from them. And a reminder that when you support our sponsors, you directly support this show. All right, so I haven't done this in a couple of weeks, but I uh, feel like it's time to do another movie review. And uh, I watched a good one this week. Honestly, I'm going to say it's actually probably now one of my favorite movies of all time. Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, a great family film uh, if your family is all adults. 
and it's just you by yourself in an apartment in Nashville. Um, so one thing I want to, before I get into, like, I want to like go over like the plot and my thoughts on it. Um, there's a lot of cool things, there's a lot of cool celebrity cameos and a lot of good music on the soundtrack. Uh, the ones I noticed, uh, in my initial walkthrough list watch, um, Chick Magnet by MXPX was playing, um, in the movie. Well, I'll get into that a little bit more. Um, let's get, uh, R worded, um, by the Black Eyed Peas. Instead of let's get it started. Ah, uh, there's an R worded version that a lot of you don't know about because unless you bought the Elefunk CD, uh, like I did, you wouldn't know that. So, uh, like I said, um, on this show, the R word is Republican. So we're going to be using that. So let's get Republican. Ah, let's get Republican in here. So, yeah, if you, if, a little fun music fact for you today that I knew and no one else did. Crazy on You by Heart. Um, good, always a good one. That, one's, that was a good psych-up song, a hype-up song. Uh, Hold On, Wilson Phillips. One of those songs, like, that's really good, but, like, you never think of first, you know? It's one of those weird things, you know? Y'all get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying, dog? Uh, and Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. That's a great one, too. Uh, the celebrity cameos I got, ones at least, I know I'm probably gonna miss one that you know. Um, I know the guy who played Freak Show is famous, like John Maloney or whatever, but I only know him from, like, one movie, so, um, uh, miss me with that bullshit. Uh, Fred Willard, rest in peace, up there. Um, Anthony Anderson, and he's also lost a lot of weight after that movie, so good, good for him. Pulled a reverse Micah. Bobby Lee randomly in the movie playing, like, a Asian Princeton school nerd who eventually looks like he's having a good party. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, obviously, is a pretty obvious cameo in the movie, and, uh, of course, Neil Patrick Harris playing himself, um, and this was before How I Met Your Mother, so before that, he was just a child star, uh, meaning uh, he shouldn't, it's funny that he acts the way he does. So um, that's kind of that. Um, let's get into, I just want to go over the, like, the plot to the movie, um, kind of like, and then show up some spots that I thought uh, was kind of weird, stupid, or if I have something to say, because uh, for those of you who may know, I have something to say about everything. And... Nah, miss me with your bullshit. So that's the catchphrase of this episode. Miss me with that bullshit. So, so the movie starts off with like Harold and like I guess he works in an investment invest. Jesus fucking Christ, Schweg. Uh, investment office, and he just like works a desk job. I don't really go into details of his day to day work. Um, so thank God because that sounds like boring as shit. And if you work in an investment office, uh, I think your job is boring. I don't care you have it. It's fine you have it. I'm not shaming you for having it. But don't act like it's exciting, because it's not. Um, so, like, his colleagues, like, bully him into, like, doing their work so they can, like, leave early and start partying. Uh, so that's how that movie starts. And then they leave playing Chick Magnet. Um, Chick Magnet, which I'm coming back to that later. So uh, let's not forget. I'm coming back to them listening to Chick Magnet. Nothing wrong with MXPX, though, by the way. That's a good song. Uh, but... Nevertheless, though, we have to, we're coming back to that later. So, uh, don't miss me with that bullshit. So, and then Kumar, we meet, introduce Kumar, who is an overqualified med student. So he keeps like interviewing for like school, uh, like interviews and stuff like that to get into med school. Uh, but he kind of like botches all of them. Like doesn't care. Like he answers the phone and like Harold calls like, Hey man, I don't think I can make have a ton of work on oh, man. Uh, let's just come over and get high and work on it then. Shit like that. And he's like, like talking on the phone while, uh, Fred Willard, rest in peace, buddy, uh, is uh, just doing shit. 
and he's like, I can't believe you're fucking saying this right now during a fucking interview. And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, this He just does it so his dad pays his rent. So, so he's figuring that out. So that's um, not really that cool, but it, it is what it is. We, plot development, people. Plot development. So basically, Harold goes back home, has to sort of deal with these douchebags, uh, and then, like, comes in and stuff like that. You mean his crush Maria which we get back to a little bit later. Um, so him and Harold, apparently roommates, they decide it's Friday night. They decide to get super fucking high. And they do. And then they're like, man, I'm hungry. And, like, you know, what do you do when you smoke the devil's lettuce? Uh, I get, they're like, huh, maybe we should uh, uh, get some food. No, let's go somewhere we've never been before. And then a White Castle commercial comes on the TV. They're like, let's go to White Castle. And so they decide to go to White Castle um, they leave the room and then the funny, funny line from the douchebag neighbors, like they're picking on them and they're like, God damn it. We're fucking adults. Can you like not do this? You're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Let's go drink some Mountain Dew. That line just fucking, that made me laugh out loud. That was a good one. So, so this was the time before like everyone had a GPS on their phone and also like, Oh yeah. When they're like leaving, Coomer's like, Oh, I don't have my cell phone back when like phones flipped and shit like that. And they're, like, still in the same hallway. No, man, we're we're too far. It's too late. So let's just go without it. Um, So I guess they go, uh, they decide to go to White Castle. And uh, he's like, I think it's the one over here. I think this is where it is, by, like, this mall or whatever. And uh, I swear I'm not picking my nose. My nose just itches. Um, So they end up uh, at not a White Castle. It looks like it was bought out by Burger Shack, at least the property was. And uh, they're like, should we eat here? And then... Uh, a fatter Anthony Anderson was like, nah, man, we, we jizzed in the secret sauce. Like, legit, like, that's, like, the line. We jizzed in the secret sauce. I don't think you should want to eat here. And he tells him, like, the nearest one's in, like, Cherry Hill. I don't know any of these locations. I think it's New Jersey. So, uh, location is all in New Jersey. So, uh, figure that out for yourself, because I didn't. So, I'm not going to tell you. Um, so, on their journey, they're like, man, we need to get more wheat, because I guess they lost their wheat. Oh, yeah, they went through, like, a... Uh, like a polling place, not not a polling place, uh, toll, tolling place. <laughs> Close enough, they rhyme. Uh, they went through a tolling place and they, like, I guess the thing didn't detect it and the people behind them were mad so they just drove through. They were worried the cops were going to get them so they, like, tossed the joint out the window. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's how that happens. Um, so, uh, they're like, we need to get more weed, we need to get more weed. And so, um, they go to Princeton, um, because uh, Harold knows a bitch named Cindy. And uh, so Her- Harold is hanging out with Cindy and a bunch of other Asians, including Bobby Lee. Uh, for some reason, Bobby Lee is there. Um, weird cameo. They're like, you know what? We need that guy from Mad TV. Uh, so let's put him in the movie. So they're, they're hanging out. Uh, and they get weed. They start smoking a little bit. Then a cop catches them. And they're running out of the Princeton and shit like that. Um, but no, they hide in a woman's bathroom. Now earlier, like Kumar was like going to get, going to hook up with them. I guess him and Harold were going to hook up with them for a minute. Uh, but then like they hide in the woman's bathroom and they're like, Oh, the Mexican food we just ate hurts. I know let's play battle shits, battle shits. So they're like shitting like crazy and making loud. And they're like, uh, you sunk my battleship. You know, like you sunk my, you sunk my... I haven't played Battleship in a while. Okay, folks, don't don't at me. Don't at me about that shit. Uh, don't don't at me with that shit. So, uh, 
text people text me and I have to look at it immediately because I have mental issues. So they're playing battleships. But also, how how what are the fucking rules to battleships? I think like they just made a big shit and they're like, oh, you sunk my carrier ship. And like I said, I don't know the rules. Um, so yeah, is there like a designated rule book to battleships? I don't know. Uh, why is there not designated rules to battleships? I would like to know. That's shit I want to know. Um, so I guess miss me with that bullshit. So uh, don't make a game if you don't have rules to him, movie directors. Because one day someone's going to uh, talk shit about her on a podcast. So so I guess they drive away and Kumar has to, I have to pee. And so he pulls out the side of the road to pee and a raccoon sneaks in the car. Um, and then they drive away and then uh, the raccoon bites Harold. Uh, and he's like, we got to go to a hospital now to make sure I don't have rabies. And so they go to the hospital to make sure there's rabies. Uh, Kumar runs into his brother and dad, and they shame him for sucking at interviewing for med school. Uh, but then Kumar has the bright idea to, like, hey, let's get some medical marijuana from this hospital. So they steal some ID badges uh, to try and get some medical marijuana only then, Ryan Reynolds is like, hey, we need you for surgery. Kumar goes in, surgery, and actually does a good job at the surgery. And uh, the guy they f- fix from the gunshot wound from the surgery, they uh, get they get directions to the next White Castle. So that, that works. And then they find out there's, from Ryan Reynolds, there's no medical marijuana at that hospital. So uh, that was a waste of time. Uh, they became another... Uh, casualty of society so uh i guess you gotta miss them with that bullshit you know what i'm saying uh so miss me with that bullshit we're gonna tj he oh i guess garth brooks played at a worked at a show at a venue he works at i won't tell you about god damn it my nose is fucking itching like crazy um all right so yeah they they and then they leave um, they stop by like a movie theater where Harold's crush is at watching like 16 candles or some shit. And then like Harold like be sneaky. He like pushes on the gas so they drive away, but then he gets stuck and then they like roll it down a hill, shit like that. Car's fine, but then it gets a flat tire. Um, here's where we get the weirdest part of the clip because Kumar threw the tire off a cliff to, uh, threw it off a cliff to see if it would float. Uh, they get picked up by a man named freak show now freak show has uh, boils and pimples boils over his, they say it's boils they look a little bit more like pimples and cysts because it looks like he could pop them so god damn it my nose is itching like fucking crazy uh, so he's very christian so he's like i'm gonna be a good samaritan and uh get you back to my house we're gonna fix that tire and then you guys can be on your way they're like okay cool um but they think they're also gonna get murdered at the same time which is expected and so I guess I didn't I didn't catch this reference in passing. I guess he said he could fuck you could fuck his wife in passing. He's like, did he just say we could fuck his wife? And they're like, yeah. And it turns out his wife is unnecessarily hot, like for no reason hot. Uh, DTF for me, very very beautiful, very beautiful woman. Okay, a very beautiful as uh, I've been told to stop saying this females, uh, very beautiful females. So then uh, like they're talking. And like she, she has this idea of, uh, she's like, so are we just going to talk? Or are we going to fuck? 
<laughs> shit like that. They're like, oh, okay. I guess you can go rock, paper, scissors, he goes first, something shit like that. He's like, no, your boats are fucking me at the same time. And then they have to debate on, is this a good idea to do a doubles three-way right now? Very, very good observation, I always have to say. Very good observation. Um, should you do a devil's three-way with a close friend? Now, I've heard some guys do it with their close friends, and they think it's hilarious, and they laugh the whole time. Um, I know the one friend I have that's public, one friend I could talk about publicly is Micah. Oh, devil's three-way with Micah. No, I wouldn't. Okay, I have seen his dick before. Okay, so that's not like a big deal. But, oh man, that's a rough one. Uh, no, I'm not doing it with Micah. I, our friendship's... We're nine years in. We're nine years into this friendship. I don't think we can... We could ruin it with that. Um, then she offers them blowjobs, which feels like more work on her end. But she's cool with it. So she is designated cool and shwoke freaking blowjobs but then freak show comes back in and he's like you guys we're gonna fuck my wife because oh yeah we gotta see some titties so uh do you um, in my rankings of movies do you get to see some titties uh you can check mark the yes box on that freak show then walks in though and then he's like why are you guys trying to fuck my wife or shit like that he's like no you said we could you said we could and he's like did i oh yeah i did okay make it a foursome and then they run away after now that's another question too with the would you do a foursome with a super hot chick but the, the third guy looks like Freak So it's like me, Micah, Freak Show. Oh, man, that's even worse. No, I'm not doing that. So um, that's a good debate. Um, is it worth it to have a devil's three-way with one of your best friends? That's a good question. Uh, keep that in your minds for the rest of your lives uh, from now until the day I die. So... So then they like they're driving away because tires fixed and everything. They're driving away. Uh, then they're like, we need to pick up a hitchhiker. And uh, they're like, it's Neil Patrick Harris. Before How I Met Your Mother, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, may I suggest you that? Uh, one of the reasons he got the role on that was from this movie. Uh, so, uh, so basically, it's Dookie Hauser, Neil Patrick Harris. And so, I mean, I always knew he was in the movie, but I never actually realized that he plays himself. So that was funny. I just like this fictional version of himself where he's like fucking bitches like crazy. He's on like ecstasy in the movie. Um, but he's also fucking bitches. So why wasn't he gay in this movie? I mean, are we just really hitting it hard? Like this is a very fictional version of him. Now he's like a family man. Like he has a husband, two very nice kids. I assume they're nice. I've not met them. Um, met a lot of kids. I've not met his kids. So uh, don't ask me if I know. So, um, but why wasn't Neil Patrick Harris gay in this movie? Big questions with no answers at all. Uh, they stop at a gas station because they're like, they gotta get directions to White House because they're so lost. Uh, but then they run into the douchebags from the apartment again and they wreck this guy's gas station and shit like that. And then Neil Patrick Harris steals their car and my favorite line of the movie, did Dewey Hauser just steal my car? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it was, it would be something like, did Malcolm in the middle just steal my car? Shit like that. That would, that would be like my version of it. So that's, that makes me laugh. Um, they're like, so we, they got to go to a pay phone to like call the cops. And so they're like, oh, the street's not changing. So they decided to walk anyway. So then the cop just pulls him over 
And then the cop's super racist. Gives him like a two hundred plus dollar ticket for jaywalking, and then uh, a scuffle happens, and then Harold punches the cop, ends up in jail, uh, which is a great reminder. Uh, because finds out these cops are racist because they arrested like this black guy who like reads poetry and shit, which is probably not a suspect anyone would ever. Um, I don't care if you're like racist, you know. If the, okay, I do care if you're a racist. Go fuck off. But like, I'm saying if you're a cop and you're racist, but a man is reading poetry, regardless of their race, you're you're not arresting them. No one reads poetry and does crimes. I'm just saying that. Um, but no, it's a great reminder. This movie is a great reminder that all cops are bastards. So uh, a great reminder there. And it's like this black guy is giving like this big speech. It's like, because the color of my skin, uh, they think I do all these things when I'm not like that. And, you know, it's something I live with every day and stuff like that. And then he ends like this whole like very well social justice speech on like why police like in like are shitheads to black people and it but i also have a big dick so it's all okay which is like this is like oh my gosh it's like the woke side of me who's like very pro black Lives matter is like yes man you preach it preach it and then he's like i also have a big dick I'm like there we go that's how you end the, that's how you end that fucking conversation right there so and then you get to like this weird thing where like harold kumar calls 911 uh to like get them to lead the building uh and then Kumar comes in through the vents and then um, he sees the giant bag of weed from like the guy from Princeton who got arrested. Uh, you need to watch the movie. I can't give you all the details. Uh, and he gets obsessed with that. So, but they see the key in like the jail cell uh, when the cops come back and they think it's the black guy, not Harold. So they obviously do shit to the, and they're like, oh, here we go. And the guy's like, back on the wall and shit like that. And then they escape until they see a cheetah. Uh, which was foreshadowed at the beginning of the movie. Like I said, I can't give you all the details. I don't know how to be talking about movie reviews. I'm just shitting this shit out. Um, so they somehow get high with the cheetah, and uh, they, they're starting to ride the cheetah in the wrong direction. Harold falls off and breaks his computer with all his work on it that he did complete. So that 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 happens. Um, but no, they eventually end up at that the hot dog place their neighbors were at. And, like, in a very touching moment, they're like, you know what? Also, the douchebags out there are out there being dicks in the parking lot. Uh, so they see the hot dog place, and they're like, you know what? They see their neighbors. Like, we should experience that at White Castle. So they steal the douchebag's orange Jeep and head to White Castle. And uh, they go through their music, and it's Hold On by Wilson Phillips, um, which is funny because they're not as tough as they think they are. So... Um, someone looks like they're tough. Uh, they probably listen to, uh, sissy shit. So eventually like the, a state trooper sees them. Cause obviously those fucking bastards are probably like annoying the cops with their very distinctly covered Jeep and they go off-roading eventually end up on a cliff. Uh, they see the white castle in the distance. And so they find the paraglider and they paraglide down, even though they don't know what they're doing. And then they decide to have the, then they make it to White Castle. They finally, after all these misadventures, make it to White Castle. And so they order, I think it's uh, 30 sliders, uh, fries, and uh, cherry Coke for Harold, Diet Coke, same order for Kumar, but Diet Coke. I did not write that down. I am artistic. And you can interpret that any way you want. And uh, so then they realized they had no money. The cops stole Harold's money, and then Kumar spent all his money on the weed from the uh, 
the guy at Princeton. Um, so, but none, nevertheless, our hero comes in, Neil Patrick Harris, after seeing the car, uh, he comes back and uh, he's like, look, I stole your car and I feel bad about it. So here, let me pay for your meal. And uh, here's also 200 bucks because I jizzed in your back seat. So there's a question I've had with my friends. Um, someone jizzes in your back seat. Um, and then they gave you $200. Is $200 the right price for that? Um, some people are gross. I don't sit in my back seat. So um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too upset about that. Uh, if it was in the seat I sit in, I'm like, ah, I'd probably have a problem there. Uh, but uh, no, not in the back seat. The back seat, I don't sit there. So I'd probably clean it up myself. Like I'd just buy some shit, like stain remover or shit like that. I don't know. I don't know how it would cake on. Uh, but I don't know. $200, that's a weird thing. I'd probably accept the $200. I mean, worst case, if you want to get a deep clean, I feel like $200 is going to do the trick. So they enjoy... So they basically get their White Castle. They enjoy this life-changing meal. Harold gets his car back, all happy, go lucky. Um, but a little fun fact I learned from, like, a random-ass thing, because I was looking up, like, did White Castle, like, sponsor this movie to be made and shit like that? Uh, no, they didn't, but apparently they didn't, like, sponsor it. They were like, use our product in your movie. But when it came out, they were like, we'll help you out with the <laughs> advertising. Um, so, I mean, because obviously, like, a whole movie, like, with your business's name in the title that's like a big box office movie um it's gonna bring people in the door so i mean it was good and apparently like uh cal penn apparently he's vegetarian so like they actually made like veggie burgers like white castle veggie burgers so that's like a cool little fact that was life-changing meal and you're like they're like you know what harold harold's like you know what no kumar first is like you know what i'm gonna go to that med school interview and i'm gonna do it right and then the douchebag from Harold's work uh, who come back in. Remember when I said they uh, were listening to Chick Magnet by MXPX when they left? They're, they're listening to the same song again. Like, how, there's no coincidence like that that that's happening where they're listening to Chick Magnet when they leave and when they stop at White Castle. Like, there has, the may be the only song? I don't know. It's stupid, but Harold gets the courage to talk, talk shit on them. Like, you know what? Uh, I'll talk shit on you to our boss if you want to try to get me fired, so... Fuck you. Miss me with that bullshit. And uh, then, you know, they head home, and Harold finally gets the courage to talk to Maria, and they end up just making out in the elevator. Uh, for some reason. I don't know. I don't I don't write movies. But, no. This movie ends, and I guess they're, they're setting up the sequel to uh, the Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay, which I haven't watched yet. I'm going to watch it, because that was one of my... Because, like I said, this is probably watching it. I'm, I love, like, these comedies. Because, I mean, like, this I'm I'm a 90s kid. I grew up, like, you know, Tommy Boy. I grew up Anchorman, Step Brothers. I love, com I love these comedies. They don't make comedies like this anymore. At least not, like, big ones that make big box office stuff. Like, they may make one, like, for Netflix and shit like that. But they don't make comedies like this anymore. And, like, I guess, you know, when you hear about people who have to make movies and, like, big budget movies and shit like that, like, it's... It's a miracle and, like, just amazing when people are able to make movies. So just, like, the fact that that – this is, like – I don't know. This is one we would – and I like the heartwarming fact. I love the buddy comedy. I feel like I had, like, the thought maybe me and Micah could do a buddy comedy, you know? That would be pretty funny. Um, Micah – Micah would be the normal one and I'd be myself and we do shit. Let's do some shit. Uh, Shweezy and Micah go to Taco Bell. We could do that because we have done that. And when we were in college, there was a Taco Bell that was notoriously notorious for having a long drive-thru line. 
uh, for some reason. And we always wondered, is this Taco Bell really that good? That like they need to have a line, a huge ass line going out to the street. Is it really that good of a Taco Bell? Questions I have. Questions for heaven. Questions for Jesus, you know. But no, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. If you haven't watched this movie yet, go watch it. It's, I, I have to say, if you're into comedy movies, it's by far one of the best comedies probably ever made. And you also get to see some titties which I like. So uh, that is a very cool, that's very cool. Um, if the titty, if the movie doesn't uh, like entice you, the titties will, hopefully. We all love some titties. You know what? Even like the giant ones that are fake and gross, you're kind of like, you know, I still want to see them. You know? That's it. So that's my thoughts on Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Um, just a reminder from what I've been saying this entire episode, uh, miss me with that bullshit. This episode is brought to you by Drizzly. Uh, going to the liquor store is a hassle, and since we already get our food and other goods from other delivery apps delivered to us, Drizzly is here for our alcohol needs. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know, it's saying something when it's being called the Amazon for liquor. Uh, use the link in our description today. You can set, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fees, so get $5 off your first order by using Drizzly. Uh, use that link in our description. And remember, when you support our sponsors uh, and use our links for these, you directly support this show. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Are you depressed? Feeling too lazy to cook for yourself? Are you wanting to support local restaurants in your area because they're struggling due to the pandy? Well, DoorDash is here to save the day. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you are craving directly to your door. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local favorites and your favorite national chains such as Chipotle, Wendy's, and even the Cheesecake Factory. Your favorite restaurant is still open for delivery, so download the DoorDash app using the link in the description of this episode. It's all contactless delivery to keep my community and yours safe. Get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in the description. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. All right, everyone, we're at the point in our show where I give relationship advice uh, to you people. Uh, I guide others to a treasure I cannot possess. And I bet you're all wondering, Shweezy, you give the best love advice. Why are you single? Well, if you've listened to the rest of this episode, you know I go on st stupid rants and I'm very stupid and I say stupid shit. So that's probably why. Um, there could be some other things, but I, yeah, I usually ruin it when I start talking, so... <laughs> Y'all know what the fuck's going on. I need I need weird women. Uh, okay, let's go into it. Nothing about my love life. Let's talk about yours. 
How do I tell my girlfriend that I would rather stop having sex altogether rather than put up with her being a dead fish in bed? I love my girlfriend and I want to stay with her. However, our sex life is atrocious. When we first had sex, it was bad. She did not have much prior experience though, so I figured she would get the hang of it, but she never did. We have been together for about two years now and through that time, I have brought it up in one way or the other, multiple different ways, always in the nicest way to not hurt her feelings from asking her to, well, do something beyond laying down to try to introduce toys. But I am tired of it. It has gotten to the point where I all actively try to avoid having sex with her, which is difficult as she is over a lot and she tries initiating sex very often, usually several times a day. If she is over, I get no enjoyment out of it and I would rather just have it at the brothers just not have it at this rate she just doesn't move unless i make her move it's always the same shit and i hate it i struggle getting hard these days with just how much i dislike having sex with her i am at the level where i want to put her in front of an ultimatum either she really changes it around and becomes way more active in bed or we stop having sex but i can think of no way to put this without shattering her confidence i mean she isn't the most confident person to begin with, so me essentially telling her I'd literally rather stop having sex with you because you're just that bad in bed won't help. God damn, my nose is fucking itching. Um, okay, so a lot of things here. Um, so you're pound. I guess you're pound. You're the one pounding away. Um, it sounds like you've been together for two years. Um, uh, does not sound like you've tried talking to her about this. Hey, look. Um. I mean, the confidence thing, that's, I mean, I mean, the confidence thing is probably going to be in her appearance more or less than anything. So don't, I would not worry about that shit. Just be like, look, you need to start fucking doing something. Maybe make her suck your dick every once in a while. Um, maybe I think one thing I would most likely say in the meantime, uh, a, a big thing, uh, maybe talk to her about it. Um, one thing I would I mean, maybe train her to do better train her like a little dog it's like hey move move something and then just you gotta talk i know talking is not sexy in bed i know because i do <laughs> uh afterwards you know i just sitting there talking you're like you know uh, i think a lot about shrek you know and like shrek uh you know shrek was single till he was 30 you know i think a lot about that and uh, the whole movie is about accepting your appearance but then they kept making fun of shrek the entire time and i'm like and then she's like shh, 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 stop talking you're ruining the mood i'm like oh that makes probably makes a lot of sense um but here we have, yeah, but it sounds like you just need to fucking talk to her. Um, here's the one thing you could try, because she's the one who's initiating a lot of the sex. Uh, make, because it sounds like she's being very passive, and you're, like, the one uh, leading leading the charge here. Best thing I would say is, like, you got to get yourself off with my dick. So figure it out, and she will have to figure it out, and... Because she can't just, like, get on top of you and just stay, sit there silently. Like, oh, this isn't working. She'll try to actually fucking move. So that's a good thing. Be like, I don't want to have sex, but uh, we can just have, you can just get off and then we'll done from there. Sit like that. And then she'll actually have to start doing shit and stuff like that. And um, so maybe you, you could trick her. That's, that's, the, that's the normal thing I would do. Um, but you could also just have a conversation. Um, uh, sometimes just a conversation is what we need. Um, maybe we're like, let's switch things up in the bedroom because you've been together two years and, um, 
you can't be having sex with the same person every time. So try role playing and shit like that. That's probably the best thing. That is a very smart thing I've come to realize. Like, you can't have sex with the same person all the time. Um, I don't. Because <laughs> uh, but that's not that's another problem I have. So maybe tell her to uh, like we've been saying in this episode, miss you with that bullshit. So uh, let's keep going here. I'm a straight cis dude who loves getting makeup applied because it's relaxing. Otherwise, great Tinder date said it's uh, the, the F word. That's mean to Gabe. You know what? Fuck it. I'll say it. Um, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm just reading what I'm seeing here. Said otherwise. Great tender date said it's fag like. Uh, I don't go out in makeup. My older sister always used to make me wear it. And over the years, the whole process of having it applied is almost zen like to me. Have an otherwise awesome tender date. And when she asked about my weird habit, I told her. She said, I don't know. It's almost fag like to me. Uh, she wants to meet up again, but. Those words keep running through my head. Is this too far or give her another chance? All right. So obviously we all like what we like. If someone's studying me under a microscope, which I hope none of you are, um, but, but I'll welcome it. Uh, I like the attention. But um, yeah, dude, you like what you like. And you, like you said, I don't wear makeup like out. You know, you're just like my sister made me do it. Sounds like you're the younger brother. So uh, no shame. No shame there. I'm the younger brother. Um, but I didn't do any gay shit with my brother. So um, miss me with that bullshit. Uh, quote, quote of the episode. Um, basically, the best thing I can say, um, that's a red flag, especially if she's saying fag. Uh, I'm not saying it myself. I'm just repeating the words someone else said. So chill the fuck out, people who are upset with me saying fag. So, um, yeah, that's a red flag. Uh, she probably doesn't respect gay people at all. And if that's a, that's the thing for you, uh, I don't, I don't date fucking R words, R words being Republicans. I like how I say the R word. I'm like, then I also say the R word. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, she sounds like she's an R word and, uh, that's a red flag. Um, maybe just have some sex. Maybe just ha have sex. But realize this is not someone you're going to, like, marry or anything. Um, just use her for sex because it sounds like she's a shitty person. And uh, we use shitty people for sex. That's what they're made for. You use them for sex. Don't get attached to them. Uh, sounds like she is a piece of shit. And uh, that's the way it is. Oh, uh, yep. Just uh, finger her a couple times and then uh, be like, you know, I'm not into you because... Uh, you're homophobic and miss me with that bullshit. So next question we got here, we're just, we're just flying through these today, folks, because uh, apparently um, I'm here. I, I I just know everything. We all we are. You're listening to the show. You already know. I know everything. So uh, miss me with that bullshit. So uh, nevertheless, she pers he persisted. I, I can't believe I identified as a woman for a second. Uh, but then I stuttered and I identify as a man once again, once Okay, here's a good story. Um, I never really, like, knew I was, like, a boy, I guess, until preschool, I'm gonna say. Like, I didn't know, like, I was a boy until preschool. And then, uh, I guess I was asked by the preschool teacher, oh, are you supposed to use the boys' bathroom or the girls' bathroom? And at that moment, I guessed, I'm like, like, I guess I just never figured out I was a boy. I guess I didn't know the term or whatever when I was in preschool. And I just said, boy, correct. So you use the boys' bathroom. I'm like, okay. And uh, that's that's my gender identity. That's how I figured mine out. Uh, luckily, I have a penis, so that, that all worked out for me. <laughs> so, uh, miss me with that bullshit. I also remember when I learned the meaning of 
did I do that on accident or did I do that on purpose? Because I would, oh, everyone, because when I was in daycare, like everyone would say, I did that on accident. It was an accident. And then I remember one time I was like, well, what happens if I say I did it on purpose? Then I did say I did it on purpose and then I got in trouble. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, that's when I learned the meaning of that word, folks. Uh, I guess I did some shit and then I said I did it on purpose and then I got in trouble. I'm like, don't use that word anymore. Uh, being a kid is a lot of fun, folks. You should try it sometime. All right, here's one about someone who is probably an incel and listens to Ghost Town Remedy. Uh, does my boyfriend hate women? Every time when my boyfriend and I have a discussion about ourselves, he turns on the fact that I'm a woman and I act like all the other women. Yesterday he wrote, your love lasts for 10 hours, just like every woman. Just to show an example, the problem is that he concentrates so much on me being a woman when he says something like that. It's not just saying what I do wrong, but it's saying that, plus, you're a woman, so I'm not surprised. It's very strange to hear that all the time. Uh, yeah, he does not respect you, your gender at all. Uh, I can tell because he brings up, yeah, that's because you're a fucking woman. Unironically, bring it up ironically, it's funny. Uh, I just fucking like dropped my phone again. It's in the charger and shit. I don't know what's fucking going on with me. Um, but yeah, it doesn't sound like this guy does not like women at all. Sounds like um, he says females unironically. I say it ironically. Well, I did, and then I then it morphed into my vocabulary. Like, it's lit, fam. Because I had a, my friend Austin says, it's lit, fam, all the time. And then I was just making fun of him. It's lit, fam. And then I started using it every day. So don't don't say words ironically um, because they'll join your everyday vocabulary. And that's not good for anyone. Um, yeah, he doesn't like look like he likes women. Um, somehow he's with you. Um, you should ask him his thoughts on feminism. He'll, he'll listen to those thoughts and then uh, figure out from there what he means. Uh, you'll figure it out. You'll figure out what he means on women uh, very quickly because I bet he has a lot of strong opinions on feminism uh, and the Me Too movement. I bet he has a lot of opinions on that. He probably thinks, uh, you know, Bill Cosby, you know, I think Bill Cosby is innocent. Um, no, he's not. Uh, 60 is too big of a number to be innocent. Uh, I don't think I could even figure out 60 women who would say anything about me like that. Uh, so, um, so yeah, you should, you should probably like ask him a couple questions. Just kind of figure out. I don't think he does like women. Uh, uh, sounds like he, or if he, he probably does like women, but he probably doesn't respect women. And that's also a red flag. Um, maybe the segment should just be started be called, is this a red flag? And then I read things and I'm like, yep, that's a red flag. Uh, I would know because I'm a walking red flag. So, uh, miss me with that bullshit. Um, Let's move on. I need I need a fucking I need to fucking drink some more wine. <sighs> Alright, folks. Oh boy, I think. Is Micah dating a dude? Um, my boyfriend doesn't want me to lose weight, and I think he is sabotaging my weight. Wait, no, Micah doesn't lose weight. Um I've been with my boyfriend for five years now, and since we met, both of us have been on the heavier side. Over the years, though, I have gained more weight than I am ashamed to admit, and so has my boyfriend. But recently, I've been wanting to change this as I can see how much this weight gain is becoming detrimental to my health. I can barely walk a few stairs without becoming winded. My legs and joints are starting to hurt, etc. I'm starting out with small steps such as joining weight loss groups on Facebook, downloading food tracking apps, etc. Just about a week 
ago. I decided to join Weight Watchers and told my boyfriend about it. Instead of being supportive, he started questioning me, saying things along the lines of, but I think you are beautiful the way you are. Why are you doing this all of the sudden? To which I replied, I know, but this is about me getting healthy, and I want to start being healthier. I even suggested we start a weight loss journey together since I am concerned with his health also. He has been diagnosed pre-diabetic ever since then. He's been making side comments like, don't lose too much or less you'll have no goodies left and a few more pounds left to go and you'll be out the door, meaning he thinks I will leave him. Uh, on top of that, now I think it's reaching the point he is trying to sabotage me as he's been bringing lots of fast food home lately and one, when he does go grocery shopping, he buys more junk than usual and also buys snacks he knows I love and will tempt be tempted to eat. I love my boyfriend, but I am also trying to change myself so I can be healthier and happier, and I feel he's not allowing me to do that. So what do I do? Um, so, um, with a very good getting healthier, I mean, I, I need to lose some weight too, um, at this point. I've been, uh, not doing good on trying to diet and be a better person, but I also don't meet women right now, uh, in public. So, I still meet him on the internet, and uh, it's, it's different getting rejected on the internet than in person. I feel like in person's easier for me than over the internet. Because over the internet, it's like so many more questions than answers. But uh, no, good for you. Like you obviously are talking about like this is what I talk about when I talk about like uh, where I get I don't people do have a good point over like this body shaming idea idea. But when your weight is part of your, like, a health problem for you. Like, you you specifically have health problems, and the main culprit is your weight. There's a problem there. It's nothing wrong with, like, having, like, you know, like, having an extra few pounds and shit like that, and, like, you know, there's there's a difference between, like, okay, you, you're, like, ripped and have, like, six-pack abs and shit like that, or, like, super skinny and shit like that. There's a difference between that and being just obese. Like, being obese is a bad thing. Like, we shouldn't be... I get annoyed with this whole, like, accepting your, there's parts of the accepting your body is okay, because, like, we all have shit that we don't like, look, me, I have really broad shoulders, even, like, when I get skinnier, like, I have, like, super broad shoulders, but my arms are skinnier than, like, my body, so it just looks weird, like, that's shit like that, and, like, shit like that, like, body acceptance, like, accept that, just accept who you are as, like, a body and shit like that, but being obese and, like, having health problems because you're obese and be like, accept me for who I am and shit like that, I'm like, that's so much fucking bullshit, like, you have health problems. It's not healthy to be obese, okay? There's a difference between, like, oh, I got, I have a slight, I have a small gut. I don't like it, and I wish I had six-pack abs. Don't shame me. There's a difference between that, like, being healthy and just having, like, a small gut to, like, being morbidly obese. Like, you walk upstairs and you feel tired. Like, that's not healthy for anyone. You're, like, on the cusp of having diabetes. That's not good for anyone. Like, it's a health problem. So, when I think about, like, this there's a fine line when it comes to all this like body sh body positivity stuff where having a few extra pounds is not a bad thing but when your weight affects your actual health it's super bad like i pretty sure i have sleep apnea I've never done any tests or anything um so i mean i can't like necessarily i'm not necessarily doing any sleep studies right now or anything but there's a good chance i do have sleep apnea and i do know that when i'm healthier and i don't drink myself drink um i do feel a lot better so um 
that's what it's going with. So what I'm thinking like your man is thinking about right now, uh, most necessarily what he's thinking about is that, um, oh, you're losing weight. I'm jealous, but he's not putting in the effort, like losing weight. When you think about like those people with like six pack abs and shit like that, uh, they work out like every day. They put in a ton of work to look at. There's, there's a difference with a healthy body and like a ripped body because ripped body takes a lot of work. A healthy body is general maintenance and uh you should be doing general maintenance if you care about yourself at all sounds like he is jealous that you're losing weight and he is not and he just wishes that he would be skinny and he's not so um he is the problem in that situation um maybe uh tell him that he's fat too maybe start fat shaming him and uh not having sex with him if he thinks you're gonna if you're probably just jealous i think it's just jealousy i'm gonna go with jealousy on this i think jealousy is gonna be the main culprit here that he's jealous you're losing weight and he's not but then he's also not putting in an effort sounds like you're putting in an effort good for you you need to lose weight for yourself you not need to do it for anyone else because you know what? your health is your priority it's not anyone else's and um fat kinks are weird and i'm not into that shit so uh miss me with that bullshit we're going through every question tonight with miss me with that bullshit and that's that's the moral of today's episode miss me with that bullshit and uh, forever and always uh, miss me with that bullshit. So let's move on because I went on way too long of a rant about fat people. Um, I overheard my stepdaughter talking to her friends about being queer. Would like to express support without letting her know I've heard. Uh, Tal pretty much covers it covers it my tween stepdaughter was hanging out with some friends a couple weeks and was talking to them about a girl she liked at school she's not come out to anyone in the family and i've not told anyone and don't intend to i would love to be able to express to her that we of course love her no matter who she loves but i'm not exactly subtle most of the time uh, so has anyone had a similar experience maybe someone wished they'd heard something from their parents before coming out maybe i don't say anything at all and it's just business as usual just interesting said to know how others might approach this um yeah there is very much a uh right way uh walking on eggshells that's a song by me out on my uh if you listen to music go check that out um from what i know i mean i might i have like like y'all know i have a brother who's gay from what i can tell you coming out for a gay person is a very uh it's a very big deal to them and that's why when i think about having kids and there's a possibility they come out to me as gay. I don't treat it like a big deal. I just treat them like whatever. Like, um, I don't care that you're gay. Shit like that. That's how I want to have the mindset. And I feel like that's how we should, like, slowly be getting the mindset of this. Like, it's, it is a big deal to come out because we've made it a big deal to come out, obviously. But I obviously think that it shouldn't be a big deal to be like, I'm gay. And I'm like, okay, I don't care. Um, don't get AIDS or shit like that. That's a bad thing to say. Doing it raw. Uh, be careful out there. Um, that's sex education, though. Um, like I said, no. So she, you said she. Yep. Is she, we're gonna, I'm going to say she. I could be wrong. So uh, y'all can attack me like you always do. Um, uh, but, you know, she's going to have to come out to you. You can obviously be aware of it. Um, just be aware of it and, like, don't be, like, a dick <laughs> about it. Remember when my brother came out to me and not my mom, he, my mom was like, you're going to meet, you're going to get a great wife someday. And then in my head, I'm just, I'm fucking dying laughing. Cause he's just like, sure. <laughs> I'm like laughing in my head. I'm like, no, he's not. He's definitely not getting, getting a wife someday. Um, 
you know, um, so just, you know, be mindful. Like, don't be like, oh, I hope you find a great man someday. She like that. But queer is a weird word, too. I'm, I hope I'm thinking you're meaning queer as and she likes women. But uh, and obviously it looks like you're a good person. Um, so um, just don't be like boyfriend. Do we like you got a boyfriend shit like that? Don't do that shit. That's not cool. Um, so miss me with that shit. Miss her with that shit. <laughs> so um, just uh, she's going to come out to you when the when the time is right for her. Um, and then you'll be like, okay. And, uh, you can also plan how you're going to react when she does, because obviously you're cool with it. So I would just plan how you're going to react. I'm like, oh, okay. How was school today? <laughs> just like, just like a boy <laughs> like that. I'm like, you don't care that I'm coming out to you as gay? I'm like, I mean, I don't really care that you're gay. So, um, great. Just, uh, if, if your future girlfriend is a bitch, uh, miss me with that shit. That's what you got to say. Don't date shitty women. I have too. So like, just don't date shitty women. I honestly, you know, I always think it's a relief because like, I don't know how anyone's attracted to men at all. I don't know how that's like a spectrum. I feel it's like it's more weird for a woman to be straight than be gay. So that's another conversation for another podcast. Um, here we go. Let's go to the next question. Uh, would it be weird if I asked my mom for a sex toy? Um, all right. Uh, and you said you're 17 in this, so... Okay. I've been exploring a lot recently, as teenagers do, and I decided I want to get a sex toy. I kind of feel weird about it since it's kind of stigmatized with men, but I decided I want one anyways. Now, I don't have any online money, so I have no way of getting one. I asked my mom if I could use her card, but then backed off once I realized she'd be able to see the purchase I made. I could get a preloaded card from Walmart or something, but that might cost extra money, like a service fee or something. Uh, so I thought, would it be weird if I just asked her straightforward to save any awkward conversations? She happened to find it and also save some money. I don't want to make our relationship any more weird than it already is, but I also want to be open with her. IDK. Um, yeah, you're definitely not going to be fucked. Don't fucking ask your mom to buy you a fucking vibrator. Don't, don't be, don't be doing this shit. One, um, you want me to buy you fucking what now? Um, and also, the stigmatized, we just fucking stop stigmatizing sex toys. Like, look, we all gotta masturbate. It's just science. I feel like women have less of a sex drive than men. Men, I, I can't speak for women, because I'm not a woman. And I don't think I'm ever gonna be a woman, because I don't think I'm transgender. So, um... Actually, I know I'm not transgender. Um, but no, this idea, like, with, what was I getting at? Sex toys? Men have to ejaculate. Ejac jizz is poison in our bodies. And we have to get rid of it. So for that, like, you know, get a sex toy. Have a little bit more fun with it, you know? A little more fun. Um, but yeah, no, don't be asking your fucking parents for a fucking sex toy. That's fucking stupid. Um, you're just going to have to get the preloaded car and pay extra money. You know why? Because... Um, you're a kid, and uh, sometimes life isn't fair as a kid. Or you could just buy some random-ass thing that vibrates. I have this, like, weird massager toy, and I was like, I bet if I have a woman over, I could just, like, throw it on her. She'd probably like it. It's not It's not an actual vibrator. It's, like, this, like, weird, like, handheld massage thing, like, you put on my shoulder, and it, like, relaxes it. And muscles, too, okay? Like, it's for working out. Don't. Don't miss me with that shit. It's a weird toy. You can't shove it up your butt. So, and also who puts a vibrator up their butt? That's stupid. 
Oh, so that's like the little, okay, never mind though. We're I'm like, no, do not fucking ask your mom to buy you a fucking vibrator. That is stupid. And, um, you don't want to know about your child masturbating. Um, if you're a parent, um, you do not know want to know that your child is masturbating and, uh, keep it secret from her. And, uh, I guess also, uh, miss me with that bullshit because that's the theme of this episode. How many fucking more of these do I got? Um... Okay, I got a couple more. Oh, we only got like three more. Um, my girlfriend of three months broke up with me because a dude she talked to during the summer texted her and her feelings for him came back. Looks like you're both like 16. It hurts so much. We were so happy before it happened. Then the dude texts her and she gets feelings for him. And now it's over. Everything changed so quickly. She was happy. I know because I asked her the day before just to make sure it just doesn't make sense. My heart's broken and I just don't want to think about it anymore, but I can't help it. I also see her every day at school and I walk past her and everything just goes weak in my body. What should I do? Um, sounds like you're 16, so um, I'm going to take that um, to help you out with your problems. Um, uh, sounds like uh, she's a bitch. <laughs> um, you're going to need to realize that uh, when you're in high school that uh, people are fucking stupid. And I was stupid in high school. Uh, I grew my hair out. And uh, not that that matters, but I always want to do that now. Uh, but... Uh, it's a good thing. I mean, you're just gonna be upset for a while, obviously. Just be upset about the shit. But, uh, obviously realize that, uh, she sucks. And that's the only thing I wanted to tell you. Uh, she sucks. If she, she broke up with you, uh, after one guy texted her about it, like, you gotta think about her mental state. Like, she's probably showing, like, 30 hot dogs in her mouth at once. Like, she's probably like, you know, she's that kind of girl. Um, so... You're going to dodge a bullet. I'm, I'm, I feel for you, my buddy. Uh, you dodged a bullet there. Um, she is sucking dick left and right. And um, you just, you're, you're just going to have to... Uh, time time heals all wounds. I know that's like some bullshit. Um, but it works with breakups. That's a good saying with breakups. Uh, not with other shit. Um, death, probably not. <laughs> Uh, but we're not going to get into that because that's not funny to me. So, yeah, that's the only thing I can say here, buddy. Um, uh, she's probably the worst. Um, just realize that and uh, move on from there because uh, I feel for you. I, I know how you feel. Um, but uh, and you can't dr legally drink either. You can illegally drink. But then you have to go through some hoops. And the best you're going to get is Bud Light. And I guess if you don't have a strong thing going like me, um, yeah, so, uh, fuck her, realize that she's sucking too many dicks for a normal human being who's not a sex worker, not a sex worker, if you're sucking a lot of dick and you're not a sex worker, there's a problem with you, but also I'm not shaming you, because I wanna, I wanna be friendly to everyone, so, uh, miss me with that bullshit, alright, <laughs> next, next one, this is a good one, this is one I, that's probably gonna hit two close to home for me uh life ambitions versus love of my life me and my girlfriend 
uh, and I have been together for almost two years. She is the love of my life, and I'm very positive that we would get married if we got the chance to settle down. The problem is that she lives in Germany, and I live in the Netherlands. Uh, we met on vacation, said that we'd visit afterwards, but we never thought that our long-distance relationship would last. But... Everything just instantly clicked the first time I visited her. And now we're such a happy couple. The problem is that I want to become a teacher. This has been a long goal of mine and I wanted to pursue in the Netherlands. And because of education backgrounds slash differences in Holland and Germany, I can't study to become a teacher in Germany, only possible through uni in Germany, unlike the Netherlands, where you can study it through college. I have contemplated uh, so long about this, thinking that I should give up on my aspirations to become a teacher so that I can move to Germany, get a random marketing job there, and live with her. I love her so much, but I'm scared that doing something other than teaching would make me happy. I feel like the right decision would be to break it off focus on becoming a teacher and live on but i can't i'm torn between two worlds one being the girl that i love and one doing what i love teaching i don't want to make up after 10 years wake up after 10 years thinking that leaving her was the biggest mistake in my life she is so different compared to the other girls i respect her so much she is so pretty and we have such an amazing connection i don't think i'll ever find a girl as great as her Buddy, this is fucking rough. I don't know what I'm fucking... I don't know how I'm going to fucking help you. Um, I'm just thinking out loud. Because I... I've broken up with women before because I feel like our future... like Because my, my music career is my most important thing in my life. I can't... I mean, obviously, we, we, we all know my love life is not good. And a, a reason because of that, I would say, is because my music career... I remember having one girlfriend who was like, oh, I want to live in this small town for the rest of my life. And I'm like, well, I want a music career. That's not going to work out for any of us. Any of us in this situation, uh, it's not going to work out. So um, we eventually had to broke up, shit like that. And there's been multiple others since. Uh, you know, I was like, you're, you're so focused on your music. Do you care about anything else? I'm like, well, this is like my passion for my entire life. I like being in love, but I also love music and music is the most important thing to me in my life i uprooted my entire life moved to nashville tennessee just to make sure i can continue doing music i this is important to me and it took that for even like family to respect me to like moving moving eight hours away from family and friends to for even like just yeah like family to realize oh you actually take this fucking serious i'm like yeah i do you know i take i take this seriously music is the most important thing in my life and so um i think about i mean i think about like these girls i've dated before and i think uh, we could have been happily married i i think i think there's a there's an alternate time i'm more than happily married uh and uh you know with that and then i'm like am i fulfilling my music career because i don't know i i guess to this weird part where i feel like we're all meant to be on earth for a purpose I think my purpose is to be a musician, play music and stuff like that. Like trying to make a difference in that realm. I feel like we're all, you know, I feel like we all have a destiny and I know anyone who's interested in Enneagram, I'm Enneagram four. I think I might be a wing seven from what I've been told. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's that. I don't study that shit. Um, because, uh, I like Harry Potter and I just focus on my house in Harry Potter. Um, that's a weird thing though. So, that is a tough decision. 
Um, you have to decide, though, in this situation, which one are you willing to live without? Are you willing to live without teaching your, your passion, your, your life purpose, or are you willing to live without her? And, I mean, like we, like we all know, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Do those fish like you? Maybe. I don't know. I can't speak for them. I can't speak on their behalf. Uh, but I can say, uh, which, just to ask yourself this question, because I am not you. Are you willing to live without your life purpose? Or are you willing to live without uh, her vagina? Or her, probably the more appropriate answer is, are you willing to live a life without her? Uh, that's the best thing I can tell you. Um, you figure out which one is more important to you. And uh, maybe she'll move to the Netherlands. Ne- the, the Netherlands. Okay, we figured that. God damn it. Um, so maybe she'll move there. You know, sometimes it could work out. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, miss me with that bullshit. Looks like we're on our last question of the evening. Um, it's evening where I am. It could be morning where you are. I don't know. I don't know your life. Miss me with that bullshit. So, um, so my girlfriend bit me during sex the other day, and I don't trust her intimately anymore. It's embarrassing to talk about. Might get graphic. Um... I don't think your words are going to get graphic. Okay. Calm your tits. Uh, so we were doing oral stuff for like the third or fourth time. I don't like it, but she does. So we do it on occasion. We've been together for two years. The other day it was going like normal, but during my climax, she chomped down and bit me very hard. I tugged away immediately and she took some skin and I bled. Uh, she says it was an accident and apologized, but she's into stuff like this and I'm not. And the timing was weird. If it wasn't on accident, this hurt so badly, and in the shower, it burned forever, and it still hurts. Uh, you can't band-aid this part. We live with each other, and but I don't want to be in the bed with her anymore, and I don't want to be vulnerable around her. I don't trust her anymore, and she terrifies me. She says it was an accident, but that timing seemed planned. I don't no, I definitely don't want to have sex with her anymore soon, and she has apologized, but I don't trust her. Even sleeping next to her creates anxiety. How can I get over this, or even should I try? Uh, first problem I have with you, you don't like fucking blowjobs? What? And she does? You you met a woman who enjoys giving blowjobs, and you're like, it's not my thing, but she likes it. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? You're gay. I'm, I'm just saying, you're probably gay, Okay. Okay, now that's like my initial reaction. You don't like getting blowjobs. What the fuck is wrong with you? Jesus Christ, dude. You found the golden fucking ticket of a woman who likes giving blowjobs. There's like, you know, you enjoy giving blowjobs. Uh, you give blowjobs, but, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's just what you do. And then there's women who's like, I don't give blowjobs. And they're single. And they deserve to be single because they don't deserve love. Um, but you don't like getting blowjobs. Josh, is this you? Josh Casey, author of a uh, Track and Desire Journey After Swallowtail Kites. Is this you? Didn't, did your wife, which I won't name on my podcast, bite your dick? Is this you? Um, but no. Um, yeah, I feel like um, when you have someone's dick in your mouth, uh, accidents are going to happen with the teeth, Okay. I remember getting a blowjob and it was all teeth. It was not fun, uh, but it didn't hurt. But it was not fun. It wasn't as good as it, as I like. Uh, 
But uh, sounds like it was an accident. You need to suck it up and uh, forgive your queen. She is a queen. If any, any woman who enjoys giving blowjobs, you're a queen. You're a great thing ever. And I know a lot of you think, oh, you're, you're so pro blowjob. That's so sexist. I'm like, no, man, you got to go down on your woman. As Smash Mouth says, a woman who, a king who doesn't is no king at all. And I make that part of my religion, which you're a part of right now. You're part of my cult because you're listening to this show. So uh, you need to stop being a little fucking bitch. Enjoy your fucking blowjobs and uh, shut the fuck up. You're the fucking bitch in the situation. She apologized. She feels bad. You're hurting her fucking feelings. Um, you are lucky to have a woman who enjoys giving blowjobs to you. And I will take her from you if she doesn't like you. I'm just saying, I don't even know how it, I don't even know what this chick looks like, but, uh, she is, she's automatically cool. She's automatically cool in my book. You're like, I don't know if I'm attracted to her, but she gives great, she gives blow, she enjoys giving blowjobs. So I'm like, all right, I'll check her out. So, um, that's why, all I got to say, uh, stop being a little bitch. And, uh, also miss me with that bullshit. Like every other question. So, um, Nevertheless, uh, he will persist and move forward. But thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cancel Sweezy. Questions, comments, or concerns can go to the shredcast at gmail.com. Uh, maybe a new one will come someday. Check me out on Spotify, uh, check or Apple Music, or wherever you listen to music. I listen to my original music, which is fun. It's not comedic, but it's very hard. Warming, so hope you like that. Uh, social media, I'm at the four. Um, I'm at the Shweezy everywhere except TikTok. I'm at the Foreplay King. Like and subscribe on Twitch. Uh, don't give Jeff Bezos your extra five dollars a month. And if you want to support the show financially, uh, Patreon five dollars a month gets you ad free episodes. So thank you all so much for listening to me itch my nose for this amount of time. And like always, y'all stay awesome. Well, look at you. You just finished an entire episode. Uh, A great way. Remember to hit that like and subscribe button wherever you're listening to or watching if you're on YouTube. And remember, you can always go on Patreon, $5 a month. That gets you ad-free episodes of all my shows.